0: To what's new on the scene today i'm chatting with sydney locals lambos would you like to introduce yourselves and the origins of your music yeah
1: sure uh my name's connor i'm harry uh we are lambros we're brothers um and we've been playing music together since we were since we were little kids i picked yeah. up my guitar at, at five years old and harry picked up his drumsticks at about seven and um we just started jamming out and uh, we haven't stopped playing since pretty much
0: is there a particular moment that you can can remember where you became interested in music and what instruments can you play?
1: Um, I think we sort of uh, got into music from a pretty young age, like I said, and uh, we were lucky because our parents loved listening to music, and so um, we just sort of adopted it, and uh, we always loved listening to it. And um, I think you were the first one to play an instrument.
2: Yeah, I actually started playing uh, guitar before I started playing the drums. Was uh, I don't know why I just liked the guitar, and then uh, rocked up at our uh, old primary school. Uh, school band and then no one had a guitar so they didn't have a guitar in the band so then someone suggested the drums like oh yeah that's pretty cool and then i ended up playing the drums for my rest of my life kind of a thing so yeah yeah. and then kind
1: of picked up the guitar yeah i copied my my older brother so i saw him playing the guitar and i wanted to play the guitar as well so i picked up the guitar and started learning and uh yeah like i said we just um we just we just kept going from then i don't think it was particular one moment that we said to ourselves oh you know we're gonna do music it was just sort of a thing that was always present in our lives and um we just continued to do it and 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 as long as we keep loving it which we are um we're just going to keep playing and and that's sort of how it's gone for us
0: have each of you always wanted to be a musician and play in a band together
2: yeah i I, i've always wanted to be a musician like it's kind of just the it's just the dream like for us that's what we want to do definitely um we've always like even when we were kids we always be jamming out together it was never sort of a thing of oh we're gonna be in a
1: band it's just like it just came naturally kind of the thing yeah that's it we just we just started playing and and and, you know one day we decided to to go busking and perform you know out live in front of people and it just sort of grew from there it was never um it was was almost not intentional it was just it just sort of happened so we just you know kept playing and and um but it's always been our dream obviously you know to be musicians and to to perform on on the big stage and you know to grow our fan base and um we're gonna we're gonna keep keep doing it i guess
0: what is your creative process like and do you have any advice for new artists to improve their songwriting
1: um our creative process is a bit mixed um we write songs in a lot of different ways um so often um i'll sit down with the guitar and write some chords and then um uh sort of build a, a theme or like a mood uh, for a song and then take you know add lyrics and, and and then i'll take it to harry and and we'll sort of discuss it and talk about what the song's about and then we'll build you know drums bass you know keys and, and add everything around it and other times um we can start a song with like a drum beat or we can start a song with just a lyric or a melody um so it really can come from from anything and um, we're lucky to be able to sort of record our own music and so we have the ability to to experiment with that sort of stuff Harry's really good on the computer Um, yeah
2: yeah. even from like a production standpoint sometimes we we sort of we'll figure out the whole song like playing it live and then sometimes we'll sort of nut things out on the computer and and sort of work on different sections sort of a thing it's a kind of a it's a different process for every song it's like i i I don't know it's 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 just how the song sort of pans out kind of a thing yeah that's pretty much it we
1: just take every song individually and, and see how it ends up
0: has the band ever written a song and known straight away that it had the potential to become a hit song or a song that you would be really proud of um well,
2: yeah. for, for me, anyways, I'm really pl- proud of all of our songs, to be honest. Like, it's just one of those things, like, you put so much time and effort into producing and mixing and writing and getting all the little details right. Mm. It's kind of, like, not a thing of, oh, it's going to be a hit song. It's just, I'm I'm happy with it. And if it blows up, it blows up. That's kind of the thing. So that's, yeah, that's my take on it anyways.
1: Yeah, we, we I mean, we don't, like, we're a bit slow on the release side of things. So we don't release, like, a mad, you know, amount of music, but... Um, when we do release, we always put a lot of time and effort into it. So you know, the, the songs that we we do end up releasing are ones that we've really you know thought that there's potential there for sure, and um, and we just you know work on them really hard and really nut everything out and, and make everything perfect for our ears, and then you know eventually get to the stage where we release it. Um, it's it's hard to know whether something's going to be a hit as well because you know everyone's music taste is different, but there are definitely some songs like you know that we thought had um, good uh, commercial qualities, like you know trying to keep the chorus you know catchy and trying to keep the lyrics you know in a, in a good sort of frame. Um I think don't say my name, one of the songs we released has a pretty good chorus and we, mm. we always liked when we when we first came up with that one um that we thought that it was it was catchy and, and people would sing it and you know that's one song that we're pretty proud of but mm. like like uh, Harry said all, all of our songs we we put a lot of effort into and we like it. We like to think that they're all good anyway. So <laughs> yeah.
0: What is the band most proud of in your career so far?
1: Mm. What are you
2: most proud of? Oh no. I think our last gig with Tones and I—that was a—that was a massive highlight for us. Yeah, it was just that was coming out of lockdown. Well, <laughs> a lockdown. Yeah, one of the lockdowns. A- anyways, and um, just playing to a real live audience after that really long period of time it was just great. And then everyone just got into it. And the Tones was so nice. She she was like loved us, and it, it was it was just it's just a good vibe. That's that's what I took from it. It was just really really good.
1: Yeah, that was that was definitely a highlight. Uh, I think also um, the opportunity. Like the how the story of how we got into Blues Fest was another massive highlight for me. Um, because it's a festival that we've loved for a long time, and um, you know, we just sort of played a gig, and then the owner of the near the festival, Peter Noble, happened to be there, And and that was an insane experience because you know, we absolutely adore Blues Fest and all the artists they have in the lineup, so definitely a highlight. For us to be even on the lineup and i can guarantee you it will be a career highlight to be on the stage actually performing there in april so uh, that's a future highlight
0: <laughs> what has been the band's favorite gig so far
1: well you it was just probably tons and no one really yeah the yeah. Tones, tones gig
2: i think also uh our one of our first bigger gigs was at the metro yeah that was when we released our our first ep yeah and that was just it was a sellout at the uh at the lair yeah and, um that was just that was a great gig
1: it was our first real big ticketed gig and and we um spent months organizing it and it was like oh you know i really hope this goes well and it just it was just perfect it was a really really good night and it was a good way to sort of kick off our career officially is Lambros and um we'll never forget that because uh it's it's you know part of what spurred us on from then to keep to keep going and, and to keep doing it and you know to see so many people come to our to our own live show um was was really inspiring for us so yeah definitely that was the highlight mm. definitely
0: who are the three most influential people in your lives
2: is this like artists or is it just any any people
0: any people could be family friends people that are sort of shaped mm who you are as a musician and i guess as a person as well
2: that's a really hard question. i'll go first you can have a thing
1: um <laughs> i'd say from a musical perspective um uh, especially in the last few years i'd say um people like chris stapleton um he's a massive influence for me um from a songwriting perspective and from from a music perspective and just for keeping things real um i'd say definitely like our whole family as one whole unit it's you know been a massive influence on us because of how music musically minded they all are um everyone And a whole sort of extended family, cousins and uncles and aunties and mom and dad, and everyone just loves music. And, you know, they don't necessarily play instruments themselves, but it's like the culture of everything about it. Um, about loving music so much and really having a passion for it that's like you know a big influence on on on, on me and, and on harry as well i'm sure and the third person i'd say oh growing up uh, i always loved listening to john butler and he was amazing and he's like live presence we've seen him play a few times now hugely inspirational because he's unbelievable live and like the the energy that he sort of you know puts into his shows was was a bit massive for us um because we wanted to you know to try, sort of capture that energy and, and give, give that back to audiences as well so those are my three. <laughs> do I have to do a three as well?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyways, for um. For like musicians, my biggest one would probably be Michael Jackson. Like his his music, his his presence on stage, everything about him was just was just legendary. And I just we, we draw from that, especially in the songwriting process and how our songs are sort of <clears throat> constructed. And that 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 guy was next level. Um, and who else? There's just this heaps of musicians. Like even like the new ones, like Silk Sonic, the Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. They're just smashing it right now. Like the new the new album is just it's killer. And um. Who else? Probably maybe Justin Timberlake. I think he's pretty insane as well. The song he did with Chris Stapleton sort of really blew our minds. It was just a next level sort of a thing yeah
0: how does the band measure success and how do each of you go about achieving your dreams and aspirations
1: um success that's a difficult one to define uh for us i guess at this stage um as i I, I sort of up and comers um we've been doing it for a little while and we've gained some momentum but we're still you know not massive and for success for us would be i guess um like recognition, uh, a, lot, a lot of the time during live shows is, is a massive, you know, uh, sort of gauge for us. Um, We like to see, um, you know, testing ourselves with audiences at live shows and, and, you know, getting people to come to gigs and and all that sort of stuff and seeing how many people, you know, are engaging with our music is a a massive sort of meter for us. And it's always been really encouraging to see, you know, things gradually build over the years. Um, And that's been a a really good indicator of, you know, how we're going and and what things are working. And, um, you know, just the the engagement of of our fans with our music is is a really good sort of gauge of success because, you know, that's, that's what we're doing it for, for people to listen to our music
0: what changes have you made since the pandemic and how have these adjustments made you look at the future differently
2: Mm, what changes have we made obviously we can't play live gigs (laughs) that was that (laughs) That was just the, the biggest thing and that sucked bad but um during that time we were writing a lot and recording a lot which is a good thing we didn't sort of just hang around and do nothing but um it's just from now on i think we're just gonna even love the live shows even more like it's just gonna be that's that's gonna be just the best thing we haven't really done anything since we sort of opened up but we've got a lot planned and it's gonna be really really good to sort of get back into it sort of see the, the real real people
1: getting getting into our music it'd be really good yeah definitely i think um like changes in terms of changes we made during covid um we we're pretty lucky in the fact that we record um and and sort of write our music from home in our own home studio so we didn't have to make any massive changes from like a writing perspective but we did get obviously more time to be able to write so yeah like harry said instead of playing live shows every weekend we were spending time in the studio um really sort of dedicating ourselves to recording and, and writing and um, um, you know, and in, in that way, we were able to release, you know, the latest EP that, that we just sort of had out now and um, had the opportunity to work on some more music. So um, that was probably the biggest change for us, not being able to play live gigs. And um, yeah, I think looking forward, we'll just definitely, as Harry said, appreciate live gigs more and try and, you know, cherish the moments on stage more. I think every artist would say that. Um, and even, you know, all the people that are going to watch live shows too, I think it's going to be a crazy year next year everyone absolutely flocking to see live music so we're looking forward to it
0: if each of you were to invite three musicians or celebrities to a dinner party who would they be and why
1: you go
2: first i mean you go first <laughs> okay. you're gonna say all the ones i want to say oh, i'll go first i'll go first, oh, yeah. I'll go first. bruno mars anderson pack straight up they can they can probably be counted as one so exciting <laughs> i'd say um and then i really like like timberland he's he's sort of the way he produces and puts things together he's pretty pretty cool bit bit different from us from our genre but um i take inspiration from him as well and then um probably um uh, up and coming blues artist called Marcus King. He's a guitarist and a singer. And um, that guy, his voice and his talent on the guitar is just next level. We, I reckon I reckon we get on like a house on fire. It'd be really cool to sort of sit down with him and jam things out and sort of a thing. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, they're,
1: they're good choices. Uh, I'd say um, pro- definitely Anderson Pack as well. I've been listening to him heaps and he's like a cool vibe. He's obviously a good guy. I reckon he'd be fun at dinner party. <laughs> um, also, I'd say another australian artist that i've loved for a long time is matt corby i think it'd be really cool to you know probably meet him and talk to him about stuff and you know he's been a big inspiration on us as well um his songwriting is really awesome and a third person i'd say oh oh so many choices don't stuff it i'd say uh once again chris stapleton i'd love to i'd love to meet chris and and like speak to him about his music because as I said before, he's been a massive influence.
0: Have there been moments in your career where you've been dealt some setbacks and how were you able to recover and rebuild?
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, plenty of moments where we've been dealt setbacks. Um, uh, obviously, like the last two years, you probably count that as one big setback for like the whole music industry. Um, definitely um like the whole blues fest situation has been absolutely devastating. You know, initially, you know, we had this opportunity to play all the way back in 2019 is when we got scouted but by, by the owner. And um we were meant to play 2020 April and then COVID hit and then basically um, you know, it was it was sort of all going ahead and then like within one week the festival was canceled. And and then um that was really, really devastating. And then, you know, we, we waited a whole year and the festival was back on again twenty. 21 in April. And uh, it got all the way to the day before and we'd driven all the way up to Byron Bay, uh, which is like around 10 hours for us. And um, we got to the festival and sort of got out of the uh, out of the car and you know, started getting our stuff out. And then, you know, someone came streaming out of the admin office there and was like, it's been cancelled, it's been canceled. And that was that was absolutely devastating. That was a that was a major setback for us. And we we were we were super sad. Like we, you know, not just to travel there, but just, you know, thinking about Blues Fest for that whole year and beforehand and, you know, even back in 2019 when we initially we'll put on the lineup we were so excited to be there but i guess in the end um it will just be all the sweeter when we actually get to play there so you know as i said we're really looking forward to being to being there and having gone through those setbacks we are really keen for the return of, of live music at blues fest and everywhere else so i would say definitely you know I guess, made us appreciate, you know, you know what we had and, and what we're looking forward to as well.
0: What are the three songs or albums that each of you have had on repeat recently?
2: You first or Yeah, first? the one we've been talking about the most, Evening with Silk Sonic. Yeah. That's been on repeat. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Smashing it. Um, What else? Just listen to everything. We're listening to a bit of, um, they're kind of a weird sort of metal band called Polyphia. And they're like, it's what is it called? What's that metal called? Is that like a know. new new metal or something? I don't know. What anyway, intellectual metal. That's pretty cool. I've been listening to a bit of them, and I don't know. I've been listening to a bit of old school stuff as well. A bit of um, a bit of Prince recently
1: as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. The Silk Sonic album like just came out, and we've been on listening to that on repeat. It's strange because we don't, you know, we don't make music like Silk Sonic, but they're still a massive influence to us um, when we perform live, like that sort of energy we, we love to have that and um you know it's, it's a different thing listening to sing songs recorded in the studio and then performing them live so listening to them has been awesome um also i'm looking at my playlist right now like what i just listened to today um uh silk sonic um what have i got in there michael jackson there you go MJ. <laughs> Is it the michael, and just the michael jackson of some, thriller. some old music in there too um there's been a couple of new ones by um some cool artists that we've heard on um triple j baker boy, uh, boy just released a new album i had to listen to that it was awesome billy Eilish just like released album not too long ago listen to that that was great chris stapleton released an album not too long ago as well i've been absolutely digging into that how many more like i could list like a hundred a hundred different albums that i could that i've been listening to always we're literally constantly listening to music like all the time always you know showing new artists to each other and and, and listening to music so yeah it's just it's just awesome
0: what is your favorite venue that you've been able to play at and what is the dream venue
1: um i think oh i i could say two so one venue would be um the civic theater show that we play with tones that was awesome like it was it was it was a real theater. so cool venue like yeah we
2: were sort of
1: down on the stage
2: and then everyone was sort of looking down on us it was was a proper theater
1: yeah and it's it's a different sort of vibe because you know you know we've played it at lots of you know festivals and events where it's just like a marsh in front of you which is awesome and everyone sort of you know gets into it and then you know you can see them dancing and everything like that but the theater was a really different vibe because everyone was you know in their seats and um and watching and it was like it was like everything was just sort of focused right right on us and and that made it really cool because you know it was sort of like intimate at the same time as being massive because it was you know it was a big venue and that was definitely a highlight and then the second one which is like i don't know if you call it a venue but like busking in manly corso which we've done quite a few times is just an awesome experience and it's it's not even a venue it's just you know pretty much busing on on the corso there but um it's such a unique thing that we love to do and has been such an important part of us you know i guess um cutting our teeth performing live and um it's always been something that we've loved to do and, and we'll continue to do for sure
0: are there any artists that each of you would be interested in collaborating with and who have you been able to collaborate with
1: Oh, so many, so many artists. I mean, like, there's like the unachievable collaborations at this stage. Like, I'd love Silk to, Sonic. <laughs> I'd love to collaborate. Yeah, with with Silk Sonic. If, <laughs> if you're free, just let us know. You know. <laughs> um, but no, just in a more like g- general level in, in Australia, there there are heaps of artists. Like, you know, we're always speaking to to other artists that we that we meet during live use and stuff like that. And and we're always um, you know open to the opportunity to collaborate. We haven't done. Um, I don't think we've done any official releases um with collaborations but it's something that we're hopefully going to do you know moving into next year um we'd like to as we get back to doing live shows do more collaborations so uh I won't say much but I'll say that there are definitely collaborations coming um with some some great Aussie artists so um yeah we're looking forward to that um for sure
0: how do you decide on your set list
1: um we sort of get a rough guide um before we go to a gig every gig is is different um you know depending on you know what the venue's like and and what the vibes like of the night um whether it's just us or there's other people playing um and then once we get to the gig um we swap and change things all the time depending on how um, the crowds reacting and and how the gig's going and and what sort of vibe you know is I guess we we always sort of just play it off the crowd like yeah
2: we, we never sort of really set a complete set list like it's not locked in stone yeah. we we'll sort of work it out roughly. And then um see what the crowd's getting into, see yeah. what sort of vibes are going on, and yeah, yeah. then just take it from there. It's yeah. just it's just yeah, it's one of those things.
1: It's it's yeah, I think it's important to be able to read a crowd when you're playing live and, and like you know, we sort of pride ourselves on our on our live performances and we love to be able to um see what people are engaging with and then and then just roll with that, you know, and, and roll with this and then just go through the set um in an organic way. So yeah, definitely we, we chop and change things around as we're going and um sometimes we might extend, you know. A set section of a song and change the section of a song or go into a different field or whatever. Um, it's it's I guess it's a it's a blessing being able to be like live musicians and have having taught the the ability to be able to do that, um, to be able to sort of swap things up and not have to do everything you know, exactly rehearsed exactly like we did, you know, in, in the practice room. So um yeah, set list is always changing for us.
0: What is your latest release and what was the recording of that like? And are there any new releases coming out soon?
1: Yeah. So our latest release is our EP drive um and it's the recording process was over a long long time um we sort of um released singles um one by one over the course of about a year uh and they were all part of this this project this ep that, that we um, released not too long ago. And um, yeah, drives just uh, basically the sort of experiences that we've been going through over the last last couple of years, really, and, and everything that's happened during COVID. Um, it was basically recorded all during COVID. And um, we had different experiences recording all of those songs, and they all mean something different, but they all mesh together to form the sort of story of our lives um, over the last couple of years. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a project that we're really proud of and, um, we've had a really great response to it as well. So really happy with how people are getting into it and listening to it. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's the most recent release that we've done. We haven't had an opportunity to tour it yet. Um, so next year we are very much looking forward to getting that show on the road and getting out there and playing some shows around the place. So, um, yeah, look forward to that, uh, and getting some dates out and doing some proper shows, um, to celebrate the release of drive, but, looking forwards, uh, the next release, um, we're debating it at the moment, uh, whether it's gonna be something massive like an album or maybe, you know, dribble a couple of singles out and then an album. But uh, the next thing on our list is definitely an album, you know, a a full album. We we haven't um, released a full album yet and we uh, have a lot of stuff that we would love to put on an album. So it's the next big project for us. Um, We're gonna, we've started working on it already. And we're looking forward to continuing working on it and then eventually getting outs hopefully sometime next year.
0: Are there any gigs that you have been able to line up in the next few months and sort of into the new year?
1: Yeah, so um- I guess we've we've already talked about Blues Fest is a major one that we've got already locked in um, in April next year. Uh, We've got another really cool um, Blues Festival locked in for February next year in um, Bendigo in Victoria, and and that's called um, Bendigo Blues and Roots. And that's a really awesome festival with some, some great artists on it as well. So we're really looking forward to getting there for that one. Um, other than that, uh, we're basically sort of looking at booking in uh, a little tour for us to, um, as I said, to celebrate our our EP because we didn't get the opportunity to tour it this time around when we released it. So um, I think definitely keep your eyes and ears out for dates. Um, we're going to be traveling sort of East Coast and, and looking to do some shows. Um, from sydney you know through melbourne you know up further north as well so um you know up around byron and stuff like that so um we're organizing this stuff sort of stuff at the moment and we cannot wait to get on the road again and actually start playing some tour stops so yeah
0: what are some of the goals for next year
1: goals oh, bluesy
2: i just want to we really just really want to just just smash it and then just like with the other festivals we really want to just um let audiences just appreciate our music life that's the biggest goal right now like for us Mm. because because it's been so long it's like we're dying for it i think the audiences are dying for it it's it's going to be really good once we sort of get back back to it in full tilt kind of a thing that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest goal just yeah. just to
1: get out there yeah i think so just to play as many shows as you can and, and really get out there and get ourselves out there and then let people enjoy live music again for sure that that's the biggest goal for next year for sure do
0: you have a message for any new fans listening to your music and fans that will be coming to one of your future gigs
1: yes first of all thanks for listening to the music uh thanks for coming to the future gig uh we can't wait to see you there uh we hope you uh enjoyed the gig and your friends (laughs) bring your friends bring your dancing (laughs) shoes and uh uh, maybe some earplugs as well if you have sensitive ears uh but uh a little bit of a loud drum that's all right no i guess what i'd say to any new person who might have come across one of our songs um you know or our music or our instagram or whatever is that Um, whatever you see, there's more of it and so much more as well because we're really eclectic and we we like to make lots and lots of different styles of music and play lots of different styles of music. And when we perform live, it's a completely different experience as well. Um, It's something that's, you know, really unique for for us to be able to perform live and and just give everything a whole new light and really transform songs and and make them, you know, expand them and and change them around and play with them and, and really play off the audience as well. Um, I'd say just to you know, I guess you know, give us a follow and and see what you enjoy and, and what you pick out of our music and and just keep keep listening. Do
0: you have a song recommendation for the podcast listeners to check out that they may not have heard of before?
1: Uh, one of our songs, yeah. Listen, drive. I'd say listen to listen to Drive and then continue listening to the EP, the rest of the EP <laughs> after that. Uh, because you will pretty much get a good picture of, of of how wide our influences are um yeah uh, yeah drive is the single
2: of the ep drive so, yes yeah. that's
1: right yeah so drive the single and then drive the ep um but yeah it goes through everything you know you'll hear some singer songwriter you'll hear some 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 pop rock you'll hear some blues rock you'll hear some heavy rock <laughs> you'll hear <laughs> some folk music you'll hear some really old style blues music um you know there's influences for funk in there and soul uh and like you know indie music and an alternative music and just so many different influences put together to make us and um, it's really our mission to just go with the flow and really make music with what we're feeling at the moment um, from an emotional standpoint and you know from a musical standpoint um, and we, we're never going to try and box ourselves in we're always just going to do whatever comes naturally to us um, as we've always done and so yeah listen to drive and then listen to the rest of the ep and then uh, and then keep listening to the rest of the music <laughs>
0: Um, well, it's been great chatting to Harry and Connor from Lambros today. Uh, good luck at the Blues Festivals next year, and hopefully, everyone keeps streaming um, your EP Drive. So, let the boys know if you've been listening to their music, and you know, keep streaming because it is an amazing EP. Especially the single off the EP is definitely one of my thank favorites. So, thank you. Keep listening and definitely buy tickets to their gigs. So um, also follow What's New on the Scene on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. Also check out the reviews of Lambo's EP as well, which is on the website um also check out the first issue of the online magazine and the second issue of the magazine will be out sometime very soon so keep a look out on the socials for that we've been what's new on the scene see you next time
2: You say-